John at Ubaldi Report, providing fact, not fiction, on issues facing America, whether globally or domestically. And with me is my co-host, Joe Bitts, who is a retired combat Marine who served in Iraq, who was wounded in Iraq. I served three tours in the Middle East in the Marines with two in Afghanistan and one in Iraq. So how's it going, Joe? Great, John. I want to talk to you about something. Okay, fire away. <laughs> okay. So we got, uh, so you, actually, your video got... 31,000 plus views. 31,300 to be precise. And that's the most you've ever gotten. That's the most we ever gotten. Now, maybe not combined because you do have a lot of videos out there, but in one video, thir- over 31,000 views. Yeah, I usually get about 600 views per video. And this is a political video for me just expressing my thoughts based on factual information. And so. I'm pretty sure you understand that TikTok has an algorithm, and that, but the algorithm also follows the person that's watching the TikToks as well. So if you have, if you like cooking shows, you see a lot of cooking uh, recipes on your TikTok. If you like a little comedian sketches, they'll do comedian sketches. If you like women in bikinis, you get a lot of women in bikinis. And we share the Ubaldi reports, pay or the TikTok, don't we? Yeah, we do. It's interesting. And, and your algorithm's really interesting. <laughs> well, considering I was just stunned. I went to the gym, and before I went to bed that night, I had about 40 views, and then, okay, no big deal. I wake up, I'm at the gym, at, I go to the gym at 4.20 in the morning, and I'm like, oh, my God, it was 1,200. Well, and every 10 minutes, it went up by 1,000 or two. Not really talking about that. I'm just talking about when I looked through your TikTok, or not your TikTok in particular, but... Your kind of your stream of TikToks, it's really one sided. <laughs> it is. I get more people who are supportive of the views that I hold, or at least what I've been. Again, you're, I think you're missing the point because, like I said, whatever you watch constantly is what will show up. And when I breeze through it, I see the same things that you're seeing. Okay. <laughs> so you definitely have some good. You have a lot of good picks. You got a lot of good choices. I I really was not bored at all. No, that's watch. good. That's good. <laughs> so what's going on now? Because they, they're sloping down on the whole Ukraine issue. I know that our president is going over to Brussels to talk to a he's, couple people. He's going to the NATO headquarters in Brussels, and then he's also going to go to Poland. Yeah. And there was a reporter too said that he would go into Ukraine. That was that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But he's going to reassure our NATO allies. He's also going to get their input because there's a lot of key questions that need to be answered. At what point does NATO get involved? Now we so far said we're not going to get involved inside Ukraine proper. But what happens if there's mass casualties among the Ukrainians? Because this goes by Vladimir Putin's playbook, where he did in Groznia. In Chechnya in 2000, yeah, no, excuse me, 1999, where he surrounded Grozny and just pounded the city for months and killed 50,000 people. Mm-hmm. Did the same thing in Aleppo. So there's that. If you see mass cut, is it going to be like they called it during Somalia in the early 90s, the CNN factor? Yeah. Which you see, you're almost shamed into acting. Then there's reports that Russia may potentially use chemical weapons. What's the what's her preferred choice? What do you think? What do you mean? Sarin gas, mustard, what? It depends. Mustard, sarin, nerve gas of some sort. Mm-hmm. But see, the question is, what's the response of the Allies and the United States yeah. if they used some type of bio, uh, 
biological weapon. They're not going to do anything. Uh, but now the history of, and when the Syrians used it, we said that crossed the red line. When they did use it, we failed to act. That's saying that we would act. Yeah. Would the situation re- replicate? Now, Joe Biden has not issued a red line, but he said there would be consequences. So indirectly, that is a red line. So what would happen if they, the Russians used chemical weapons into Ukraine? Well, How does China read that? Also, Biden is now considered a war criminal, correct? Correct. He's, he hasn't been formally charged, but he to go through the Hague to formally put the charges against him. But political leaders call him a war criminal. You still have to catch him. You still have to bring him to justice. And he can be president all he wants. He could be a war criminal. You still have to go over there and get you him. You still have to go and get him. All right. And then the other caveat is, and I mentioned this on a radio show it was on this morning, what does the president deal with the humanitarian crisis? There's close to 2 million Ukrainians in Poland and subsequent thousands in the border states like Moldova and all these other countries. So yeah. what, what happens to them? And then the final question is, when this is all resolved, who rebuilds Ukraine? Do they go to the World Bank? Do they go to the IMF? Do they, does the United States allocate billions of, of dollars and the European Union allocate billions of dollars to help rebuild Ukraine? Now, the other problem that the world is facing, and I noticed this that today, about 40% of the, the world's wheat supply comes from Ukraine, Russia, Belarus. What happened now that Ukraine is not producing wheat because of the conflict, how does that impact the world? Something has got to make up the difference. So you're possibly going to, not possibly, you're going to see food prices skyrocket in the coming weeks and to the coming months. Mm-hmm. But like I said, looking at the news this week, it's really, that's been put on the back burner a lot. There's, they're trying to, um, there's a justice that's going, that is being questioned or. Yeah, there's a Supreme Court, um, I think, I can always never pronounce. The confirmation's going through. The confirmation, um, I can never pronounce her name. There's. I know Judge Jackson, but I think it's Kachami Jackson. Now there's also been a little, uh. I guess you would say uproar, right? Well, the when, up- it com- when it comes, wait, hold on. When it comes to the NCAA swim thing, correct? There's, that's a little bit. Uh, I think there is it more of a, like a distraction tactic that they're like using the, for us because uh, they're trying to shift our focus around something else. Well, the other thing is when she couldn't, when Marsha Blackburn asked her to define what a woman is, yeah. and she couldn't say. Um, I'm not a biologist. It's biology. And I think it was referencing because some of these things are going to come to the Supreme Court. Yeah. Meaning transgender issues are going to come up for the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And it did, I think, last term when there was decided about a sexual discrimination case regarding the LGBTQ issue. And they those who supported that were using a 1964 court case that dealt with sexual discrimination. But that was only about women. And it, the briefs, the animus, the arguments said nothing about LGBTQ issues. That wasn't even discussed. And it really, why is all this to the forefront? Because we don't really, it's not, we're not, they're making a big deal out of something that we, if it wasn't maybe shoved in our face, it would be a little bit more accepting. I'm not so sure if it would be accepting is 
there's a lot of issues that are revolved around that. In Florida, they have a, a bill like that, a parental rights bill, not to teach LGBTQ issues to kindergarten through third grade. I had a lengthy discussion about that with my uh, daughter who's going to be a teacher. Uh-huh. And I was just like, hey, why don't you come on down to Florida and teach and stuff like that? And she said that she's not because of this bill. And I'm like, did you read the bill? And she is younger. She understands. I don't like the idea of somebody talking to my daughter or if my son was at the age of between four and eight. I think so. It's like about you don't talk. Those are you don't talk to them about sex. Now, to be fully transparent, we have friends that are would fit in that category and when our son saw it he'd look at us and we go what's wrong do you see something wrong with that and and we'd let him know that this is okay this is accepting even if you don't agree but see, with the it. problem is you're teaching things to children that is far beyond their mental understanding and there was they called it the gay bill, but it had nothing to do with that. It's just that you can't teach LGBTQ issues to kindergarten through third grade, and that's it. But they they well, said don't say gay bill. Yeah, but it's not. It's that I've read the bill. All it says is you don't teach that stuff. Yeah. To kindergarten through third grade, it's not yeah. discriminating against anybody. No. And then why to me as a. I'm not, I'm not a parent like you are. Why teach that? I mean, what, what, a kindergarten, what, what kindergarten or first or second or third grader would bring that up? And how upset would you be if your kid came to you and be like, my teacher says I'm gay? Yeah. And, uh, and you're just like, because you probably experienced it as much as I did, as much as the next person is that there's like this period of adolescence where there's a lot of discovery. There is. Where... Things happen, things change, you get your surge of testosterone or estrogen or whatever, and it molds you into the person where your brain's, okay, maybe I like boys. Okay, maybe I like girls. Maybe I like both. Maybe neither. There's a lot of... But also, Joe, kids are at different levels of mental maturity. Yes. Some grow up faster than others. Some don't grow up as fast. and They develop, fa- they develop this stuff later. But when you're down to kindergarten through third grade, you're teaching a very complex issue Mm -hmm. to children who are not, it's just like, they don't even conceptualize it at that young of an age, unless they've been abused of something. I'm not saying this would be abuse, but unless they've been abused some way sexually. Mm -hmm. And also, let's not negate the fact that there is a, maybe like a, a boundary and you should be like, okay, this is something you need to talk to your parents about. Correct. And then the also fact, I look at it, why are you spending time teaching that when you should be spending time teaching reading, writing, mathematics, science, mm. yeah. the core subjects that are kids need to learn that? Why are you bringing up that without parental consent? That's yeah. the key. If parents can see, can supported that, hey. But if they don't know about it and you're teaching that stuff, it's just, I don't know. There's a lot that's coming maybe, uh, I guess, after the fact when it comes to that. Uh, but I would think going back to when Marshall, Senator Marsha Blackbird of Tennessee asked the question, I think she was relating it to, in fact, w- there's going to be court cases that should have been overheard. So if you don't know what the definition of a woman 
are you be willing to support LGBTQ issues? And I'm not so certain all of America's behind this push, like Leah Thomas from Penn University winning the NCAA. I want to get in that in a second, but what I'm saying is that there's a lot of companies, so like with this don't say, okay, and I don't want to call it the don't say gay bill, because that's just like saying affordable care is called Obamacare. Now, whatever this bill is that Disney doesn't support or that they're LGBTQ people in Disney were like, oh, we don't support this. And they're like, why isn't Disney taking a stance against this? Why isn't Disney's like sticking up for us? And there's a bunch of companies, I guess they're calling them woke companies, that are intervening and putting themselves in there. And it's almost live by the sword, die by the sword in a kind of situation where they're like, if you don't support them, then, you know, we want nothing to do with you. But yet you're you're skewing your audience down to 5%, where if you had male and female, and then you're just taking it down to, well, we're just going to, we're going to stick our chest out for this community. And this community is less than 10% of the majority but see, but I take a different approach. Why are companies getting involved in social issues? Disney should be all about money. No, Disney should be all about what this theme park is family friendly theme parks, movies, and stuff like that. You have it's just like when they had the voter bill, the voting rights bill in Georgia. Mm-hmm. All these companies, oh, we got to boycott Georgia, like Coca Cola and all these other companies. Oh, this is so anti-discrimination. This is against minorities. And it had nothing to do with the bill. Delaware and New York had more restrictive voting than Georgia does. Yeah. But all these companies are now having to, are getting involved in this, these social issues. Get back to doing business. Mm-hmm. Stay out of it. I didn't ask your opinion. Yeah. It's just like when Colin Kaepernick knelt for the, the show protest against the American flag. When I watch a football game, I'm not, I don't care about the politics of the players. Yeah. I just want to watch a football and game. And the, the politics turns you off from whatever's going on. Like when I turn on ESPN, what do I care? I don't need to hear your woke policies or your political type. If I want that, I go to Fox, CNN, or MSN. So you probably caught it. You Do you ever get clips of the Daily Wire, especially with what the... I Some guess, of that, yeah. Did you see what the owner or the CEO of uh, Daily Wire did? No. Okay, so Harry's was one of their uh, advertisers. And because... They didn't agree with one of what one of their employees tweeted about or said. They dropped their advertising. So this guy said, okay, we don't need Harry's. Guess what? I'm going to start my own razor company, and I'm going to promote it on, on my own thing. And But it was only because Harry's pulled out because they, they said they had misaligned opinions, or they didn't – it was called misaligned values. They had misaligned values, and – that is, if you're having a high male audience, and I'm not really too happy with the owner himself who kind of you know, went and started his own company because he split the population because he's half or pop, half the people that watch this are men. But guess what? Women also use guy razors and stuff like that. So he should have been a little bit more on par with but that. See, but we're all into businesses are we wading into Social policy is just like an example, Microsoft and Google. Mm -hmm. They refuse to work with the U.S. military because we're not about war. We're about peace. Yeah. So you'll work with China. How does that work? 
True. But what else? Like, you have Twitter, who have still ha- the Taliban still has a, t- yeah. a a Twitter page. The t- leader of Iran, yeah, Putin still have a Twitter page. Yeah, Russia. All this is still going on, but yet they don't agree with one person, and they'll just boot you off. But here's an example of this woke policy. It's easier to push a particular social ideology in America because nothing's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. But these same companies found time to would give sponsorships to the Olympics. Yeah. China oppresses people by the millions. They got millions of Uyghurs in concentration camps. Mm-hmm. Look what to the pro-democracy movement in, what do you call it, Hong Kong. And look how much they do their surveillance state of their own people. They don't care. And, th- and this is the same country that launched the coronavirus. But they don't say anything about that because they want their money. Yeah. It's just like Disney filmed, I think it was Mulan. Yeah. In the province where the Uyghurs are at. And those movies are bombing. Those live actions are just... No, but the point is, <laughs> if you're all about woke policies, yeah. why are you filming this where concentration camps are being held or set up? So this is something these companies need to get a grip. And I think Americans have turned them off. They're tired of being lectured to. And they just want to get back to normality, stay out of politics. Yeah, but it seems so like this administration is really taking everything and and, and immersing and and uh, I guess immersing us into all this. Well, because he's jumped on that progressive bandwagon, whether he did it on purpose or whether he was pushed into it, he's jumped on it. Yeah, and they're all about this woke policies. Everything is systemic racism. Everything is. You're a misogynist. If you don't agree with me, you're a racist. You're a misogynist. You're homophobic. You're whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's, that's not the case. Who is the transgender woman that is a four-star admiral? I don't know her name, but... Was she always in the Navy? Or did he... I would have to look that one up. I don't know her full background. Now she's woman of the year. I think there might have been someone else. I don't know if she's woman of the year. I would have to... I know there was but a transgender... They, they named a transgender woman. I think it was her, but as... I think she was a health secretary or something, but woman, see, yeah, woman but, of the year. But yet, and the thing is, like, a good question I have, and I'm going to hopefully make a TikTok about it, is that are women's rights, okay, are, because of the tra- transgender rights, are they going to affect women's rights? That's a good question, because if you look at Leah Thomas, the Penn swimmer who won the NAACP, NCAAs in swimming. Except for Florida. Okay, in, in swimming. Here's someone who's a biological male transitioned to a female. Yeah. And she has an undue advantage, and a lot of scientific evidence says, okay, you can suppress the t- testosterone, but she still had the testosterone from going through puberty. But then she's bigger bone density. And then for swimming, bigger lung capacity than the average woman. So a lot of these female swimmers are saying, I've already lost before I get into the pool. No matter how hard I train, it'll be hard for me to beat someone who's, who was a biological man and now is a woman. So these are questions that we're facing, but they throw it in your face. And this is a, there was a group of feminists who pulled out of the Democratic Party goes, you're destroying women's rights. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's blatant. And I don't know why, okay, maybe are women 
upset about this or are they just being silenced? And then that's a problem in well, itself. Well, that's the other it? one is there's some that speak out, but a lot of people when they speak out get shamed, get vilified. If you don't care. They, they get blocked. They get canceled. But, see, if, but they even go worse than that. They want you fired. They want you removed from society. They want you removed from life if you hold an opposing view that they don't like. And that's dangerous. Right? It's extremely dangerous. Look at, look at free speech. Everybody supports free speech, but these progressives and this woke policy supports free speech as long as you agree with my speech. Yeah. Your speech is hate. Your speech is racist. Your speech is xenophobic. There was even um, a federal judge who said that if you're from Yale Law School, Mm -hmm. you should have no business in the legal profession because many Yale Law students were against their for free speech as long as you agree with their speech. Anybody else is, we need to cancel you. And And this judge goes, they should have no business. But I wrote an article during the Kavanaugh hearings about Yale Law School. They allowed their law students to go down to Washington to protest the Kavanaugh hearings. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Is what are they teaching there? What about due process? What about evidentiary support where the only evidence was this woman's word, Christy Blasey Ford, says that she was sexually assaulted by Brett Kavanaugh, but doesn't remember the time, place, when and where it happened, how she got there, how she got home. Mm-hmm. She said she made phone call to, for someone to pick her up, but she doesn't remember how you do it, how, where she did the phone call, where at, considering in 1982 there was no cell phones. So what are they teaching at Yale Law School? And these are the law students who could be on the federal bench, could be even a future Supreme Court nominee. We're in a different period, but the other aspect that's hurting American families yeah. beyond all this is inflation. Yep. I work at a, a local restaurant just to cover my expenses till I get this going. And everybody's talking about higher gas prices, higher food prices, and higher rent. Hold on. There was an article out there about this, and I was hoping maybe you would maybe – have you considered maybe going from – Meat to lentils. Oh that, yeah, that's, that that, was, that's an option, right? That was from Bloomberg News. What if you walk to work? Would you walk? Uh, take those twelve miles, okay? And every morning, and you're going to get a little exercise there. And but I think it's going to be counterproductive. You might need some more protein than just lentils. But see, the point is, these are the elites telling us how to live our lives. Yeah, they said you may stop buying in bulk, stop uh, driving your car, take the bus. Yeah. Eat instead of eat meat, eat lentils. And mm. there was one other thing they said, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, let your pets die, or whatever it is. But <laughs> I mean, it's but it's an elite mentality. It's it just is. like Pete Buttigieg says, what everybody needs to curb the high energy cost is buy an electric vehicle. Who has fifty to sixty thousand dollars for buying one car? Yeah, the best advice That's I have true. for you, if you're suffer, if you're is to get a better job. But then we're like in a, we're in a bind on, when it comes to that too. It's just there. It's almost like this administration is making the poorer. Well, there was an article. It's just like California politics. They're very progressive, and there was a column by Dan Walters in Cal Matters, and what he said is the policies of the Democrats in California are making the poorer. They're trying. They say they want to help the poor. 
but everything they do are making them poorer. I said in the latest video, I don't blame solely everything on inflation on Joe Biden yeah. or gas prices, but, but here's the point. Well, yeah, but I want to talk about you a little bit after this, though. Okay, but Larry Summers, yeah. the Treasury Secretary for Bill Clinton and Senior Economic Advisor to Barack Obama, stated mm-hmm. this is hurting. He said a year ago when they passed the American Rescue Plan, there was too much money out there chasing too few goods. Yeah. And he said inflation is going to skyrocket, and he was proven correct. And all President Biden does, we just need to spend more money. So how is spending 3 to $5 trillion more going to solve inflation? How is that going to solve the supply chain disruption? What about the stimulus checks they're thinking about sending out? Yeah, it's just— uh, $300 a month for families. But see, it's still chasing—you're not solving— yeah. The crux of the problem. They could send me all that money, all they want. It's all it's doing is going to my savings account. But see, and that's the other thing. They're giving money to people who don't need it. No. Honestly, if you would say, do I need this? If they gave it to me, no, I don't. When we did our taxes, we got back significantly a lot more than we thought we were. And even to that point, I'm still like, they could have gave me like, a quarter of that, and I still would have been like, oh, this is pretty good. But I, I didn't want to talk about you because you're talking about inflation, too. It's maybe no surprise, or people might can guess where you work, And they, but you started there probably about the end of the Trump administration. December 2020. Okay. And things have changed. About an 8% inflation change. And you asked for a raise. Just to, and probably that what you're asking would not even cover no. what the inflation rate change was, and you're keeping getting you keep on getting denied, or maybe uh, they're or they're circumventing, and they're just like, okay, we'll get back to this later. They're like, it's like Jen Saki is your manager, and yeah. she was like, we'll circle back later about this stuff like that, and. That is going to send a clear message eventually to a lot of employers that are are doing that is that they're not going to work there anymore. If the problem is, yeah, you're right, and people go elsewhere, but even if they did give me a raise, which would be nice, it's also um, not going to equal what you need. That's why they, the when they, the um, unemployment report came out last month, they said wages went up. Yeah. But inflation went up far higher. So you're actually losing money. Even for everybody I talk to at work, they're facing higher rent, well, higher gas, higher food prices. Erin was happy to get a 5% increase on her pay, but that's still not, it's, that's still 2% short of what it's kind of, what the, exactly. the inflation. Well, but think about this. A year ago, gas was at what, two some, 280, around there a gallon. Mm-hmm. Now it's, I just uh, looked at the corner, it's back up to four, um, hold it. Three ninety nine. Yeah, and it's going to go higher because we're going into peak driving time. So I really got to take a look at maybe tomorrow morning what's going on in the news cycle because it just seems like they're not really. They're, Ukraine's on the back burner. They are going to focus on this con- confirmation of the new S- Supreme Court justice. Probably that's going to probably be in the front. Inflation and gas is like on well, the tail. Well, I, di- I would disagree. I would think. Ukraine's going to be there for months on end because that's not in any time. The, the Judge Brown to the Supreme Court, that she'd go through, I think, one more day, and then that's it. They'll have the committee vote, send yeah. it to the full floor of the Senate. 
vote. She'll, we don't know when she's going to be confirmed or not. Unless something bizarre happens, she'll probably be confirmed. Yeah, like, you know. Now that'll be off the back burner, but then it goes into high. Because every month, unemployment report comes out yeah. on the first Friday of the month. The following week after that, inflation comes out. Mm-hmm. And because of the crisis in Ukraine, like I said earlier, food prices are going to go through the roof. And that's going to add more inflationary pressures. Yeah. And then gas prices will go back up because we go into the summer driving season. Mm-hmm. And then we draw, as each month, we draw closer and closer to the midterm elections. So by July, that's what's going to be the focus, nothing but midterm elections. How does this play out? Yeah. All right. So how can people get a hold of you, John? They can go to UbaldiReports at gmail.com. That's UbaldiReports at gmail.com. Or they can go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and obviously TikTok and type in Ubaldi Reports and let us know what you think. And we'll try to answer your questions. And if I can't, I will do my research to get back to you. All right. Everybody enjoy. And we will talk to you soon. Yep. Have a good evening and good day. And keep listening to Ubaldi Reports.